Thank you for joining us as we journey through the 23rd Psalm, a series of reflections revealing God as our shepherd. Today is day 17 on our journey, and we have Mike Nelson guiding us through our reflections together. Our hope and prayer is that you experience Jesus in a new, real, and life-changing way. Day 17. Generally, the world table has very positive connotations. Tables are places where friends and families meet. It's a place of nourishment, laughter, joy, and intimate conversations. There's little better than sitting around a table with good friends, good food, and plenty of time on your hands. Growing up with five siblings and two parents, some of my best memories are the eight of us sitting around the table at dinner time. Work was done, school was done, we were all together. We had a custom-made eight-sided table with a lazy Susan in the center, laden with food, spinning as we competed to get the best stuff. I was skilled at letting the broccoli go by as I went for the extra meat and potatoes. Of course, it was not all fun and games. The inevitable conflicts and reports of bad behavior were dealt with at the table. Yet the memories, which remain vivid all these years later, are mostly of laughter. With the age span oldest to youngest of 17 years, toddlers to teenagers, there was plenty of silliness. I don't think it was ever a conscious thought at the time, but looking back, this was a safe place. I know that I took it for granted. I have learned that not everyone has had the benefit of such a table. In the ancient Near East, hosts took seriously the responsibility to provide for the safety and comfort of their guests at all costs. At the table, hospitality was extravagant and the guest was free from care. Perhaps these are the thoughts that came to David as he considered his circumstances. His imagination takes him from the valley of the shadow of death to a table that God has prepared for him. Even though there was a price on his head, even though he was on the run, he was confident of God's care and provision for him. Instead of living with fear and anxiety, he imagined God preparing an extravagant table with everything he needed. David's thoughts of sitting at a table prepared by God in the presence of his enemies does not mean that the enemies were actually there with David. Saul was most certainly not standing nearby watching David eat. What David is saying to God is that in the middle of ongoing conflict, he recognized God's goodness and provision. Yes, I'm in the valley. Yes, enemies are right over there hunting me. But even more real is your love for me and your presence with me. There was still a very real and present danger for David, but that did not negate his certainty of God's presence with him. He was able to receive from God's blessing even while enemies lurked in the shadows. When we think about this, likely most of us are challenged. David was not wringing his hands over his circumstances. He was not blaming God. And he did not put his life on hold while he waited for things to get better. I have done all these things while in the valley, waiting and agitating until the problem is resolved. I too easily succumb to thinking life is hard and unfair, and therefore, I struggle to experience the goodness of God. In David, we find a deep trust in God that enables him to sit and receive all the good that he has prepared and provided for him. David's words point us to a surprising response when we find ourselves in the grip of hardship. There is always more going on than the present difficulty. There is still, and always will be, a table prepared for us. When Israel was in the wilderness before they entered the land to which God was leading them, they succumbed to the difficulties they were experiencing and began to question God. Psalm 78 captures this moment. They forgot what he had done, the wonders he had shown them. 
He did miracles in the sight of their ancestors in the land of Egypt, in the region of Zon. He divided the sea and led them through. He made the water stand up like a wall. He guided them with cloud by day and with light from the fire at night. He split the rocks in the wilderness and gave them water as abundant as the seas. He brought streams out of a rocky crag and made water flow down like rivers. But they continued to sin against him, rebelling in the wilderness against the Most High. They willfully put God to the test by demanding the food they craved. They spoke against God. They said, can God really spread a table in the wilderness? True, he struck the rock and water gushed out, streams flowed abundantly. But can he also give us bread? Can he supply the meat for his people? Did you catch the question? Can God spread a table in the wilderness? Can he give bread and meat to his people? The answer is yes. During the wanderings in a place where they could produce no food for themselves, God provided water, manna, and quail. Yes, God can spread a table in every circumstance. The problem was they forgot what he had done. I wonder as David imagined the table God had prepared for him, did he recall facing and defeating the giant warrior Goliath? Were there other memories of God's faithfulness that he carried into the valley of the shadow of death? Amnesia of God's faithfulness kills faith. Remembering allows us to sit at the banquet table in the middle of the valleys. Recalling God's specific faithfulness in our lives is important. The opening verses of Psalm 66 invite us to come and see what God has done. The writer looks all the way back to God, leading Israel through the Red Sea. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. So great is your power that your enemies cringe before you. All the earth bows down to you. They sing praise to you. They sing the praises of your name. Come and see what God has done, his awesome deeds for mankind. He turned the sea into dry land. They passed through the waters on foot. Come, let us rejoice in him. Take some time to come and see what God has done. Can you recall times when you were in the valley and you experienced without question the faithfulness of God? Relive these experiences. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds in my life. If you are in the valley right now, this exercise in remembering can help you to see, even in this place, the table God has prepared for you. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you've experienced Jesus in a new, real, and life-changing way. If you would like to watch one of our services, join a group, or explore ways to serve, please visit kensingtonchurch.org. The Psalm 23 devotional was written by Craig Mays and read by various members of the Kensington Church staff. We have physical copies at all of our locations, as well as a digital and audio versions at kensingtonchurch.org slash psalm23.